the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, that was good news. It's heavy, but it's moving. I like to hear that about the traffic. It's heavy now. That means a lot more people going back to work. $287,619. What would you do with that kind of money in retirement? Well, that's how much a Little Rock couple could save in taxes with their IRA and 401k, thanks to the tax planning strategies from David Lucas Financial right here in Little Rock. Learn exactly how much money you could save with a free retirement tax analysis. If you've saved more than $250,000, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free analysis now at 501-222-3315. Do you have an IRA or a 401k? Then you need to have some uh, tax strategies so you can learn how much money in taxes you could save by calling 501-222-3315. Again, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, going uh, back to Washington, D.C., we are. I'll speak a little Yoda for you. Uh, In Washington, D.C. is Congressman Bruce Westerman. Good to have him on with us. He joins us every every, uh, other week or so from Washington, D.C. to talk about what's happening up on the Hill. And uh, as everybody knows, the the Republicans are in the minority, which means that Pelosi and uh, AOC can push through a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, even if all the Republicans vote against it. Uh, that's what happened with that uh, CARES Act that they came up with. I'm sure you weren't happy about it, but the Democrats had to vote uh, to push it through. How does, that, how does that work on you over time, Congressman? Doesn't it get really irritating? <laughs> hey, David, it's great to be with you. Uh, I, know, I know you had uh, French on earlier, so... Uh... Uh, you know, we're up here fighting the battle in the minority, but it's it's tough. I tell you what it does to me every time I've been up here. Now, I think this is like the – I may have been up here eight to ten weeks in a row uh, because, you know, the Democrats changed it where you don't even have to come to D.C. to do your job as a member of Congress. You can zoom in and you can revoke or vote remotely and all that. All it did was uh, consolidate the power with, with Pelosi. But I've been coming up here a lot. And it just infuriates me. It makes me want to work harder every time uh, to get Pelosi out of the speaker's chair to to get uh, AOC and her her uh, colleagues there in the uh, extreme far left in into the minority. Uh, and I can tell you, I, I told somebody yesterday that being in the minority is like uh, being a mushroom. You, you know how you grow mushrooms? Yeah, you, you, I know what you're bearing. Keep them in the dark and feed them manure. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good thing. So, nope. Um, but it's it's amazing to me the stuff that they uh, that they bring up, and it's all, I'd say, 90% of what they're doing, maybe 95% is messaging. Uh, 
the appropriation bills they do are just, uh, you know, they're ne- they're never going anywhere in the Senate. A lot of the bills that typically get moved through Congress on a bipartisan uh, basis, like the surface transportation bill, uh, it's it was so bad. I'm on the TNI committee, and uh, it got zero Republican support out of the committee, which may be the the first time ever uh, that's happened. It was a half trillion dollar bill in the committee went to the rules committee, which is Pelosi's committee that controls what goes on the floor. Right. Uh, overnight, out of the rules committee, they added a trillion dollars to it in the Green New Deal. Good and then God. Democrats, they passed it off the floor knowing it's going nowhere. There's no conceivable path where the Senate's going to take that up. They just did it to, uh, uh, to create messaging. Now, today, we're going to Pass the the Water Resources Development Act, which I'm the the ranking member on the Environment and Water Subcommittee on TNI, which was where that bill originated, and it passed out of committee with unanimous support, and will pass off the House floor on a voice vote because uh, we worked together, and and for some reason Pelosi decided not to uh, to make that bill partisan. So you you can't ever tell what you're going to to get from them. The the schedule is horrendous. Uh, You know, we're trying to plan travel back and forth to D.C., trying to plan uh, meetings and events back home. And we may find out uh, uh, late Friday afternoon that we've got to be back in D.C. at at 9 a.m. on Monday, Uh, which that's not that big a deal, but it's just it's just one thing on top of the other. And since they're working from home, they don't they don't care about travel schedules. Right. And they'll do. Uh, she'll intentionally do votes late in the evening so that you've got to stay another day to, to get a flight out the next day. Uh, it's just those little things like that that really put the the grit in my gut and want me to to work extra hard to get us back in the majority. <laughs> How are you Not feeling? The fact that they're they're trying to uh, you know they want to defund the police, they want to deface everything, they want to dismantle. America and destroy it, and that's uh, uh, that's really what motivates me to want to get in the majority. You know, we're in a point where we need some hope in our country. We need to uh, re- renew that hope and restore uh, our American way of life and, and rebuild the economy. And I, I hope the president will start talking about those things more. But I mean, they're attacking him every way he turns. To fight back, but I think if you'll start pushing that positive message, uh, we're all going to be better in the fall. Well, we talked about this early on in the show. Were you embarrassed by the House committee's uh, actions yesterday when uh, Attorney General Barr was before them? No, I was in another committee being embarrassed by the House's actions. (laughs) We had a... uh, I didn't. I didn't see that. I've, I've read a little bit about it and okay. heard about it. But on the Natural Resources Committee, we had the second hearing on the uh, uh, the park police and when Trump went over to the uh, church for the photo op. Uh, you know, they're trying. The media and the Democrats are portraying this as if these were peaceful protests. But we have the, the chief of the uh, U.S. Park Police testifying again yesterday, and he said they had 51 police officers taken to the hospital over a, a two- or three-day span there. Um, they, they followed all the protocol with these things called the long-range audio device and LRAD that 
you know, told the people to clear out uh, three different times, and they didn't clear out, so the, the officers moved in. And, of course, they're going to have uh, edited video footage to show what they want to show from the uh, from what happened. Uh, but, but think about that. 51 park police officers taken to the hospital, and they're trying to say that was a, a peaceful protest. They burned a church building. They were defacing monuments and public property, yet uh, the media is trying to tell you those are peaceful protests. They're trying to tell you what's happening in Portland and Chicago and Seattle is is okay, that that's, that's peaceful protesting. Um, it's it's not. It's not what the founders guaranteed in the First Amendment. Right. Yeah, it's it's... Do you think anything's going to get done now? I mean, we're in the most political time of any year, and that is uh, during the presidential election, in this case a re-election. Do you, do you see anything happening? Uh, I mean, I think the, the basic stuff to keep, uh, keep everything afloat is going to happen, but um, it's, it's so partisan right now. And, uh, um, I mean, the, the people that don't like Trump, they hate Trump, and uh, I've never seen such such vitriol out there. So, uh, I, you know, think about the first half of 2020, what we saw, uh, and here we are inside 100 days to the election, and and who knows what's going to uh, be out there between now and November. And yeah. and by the way, we've got a pandemic to deal with, and we got an economy that's been devastated by the by the pandemic. Yeah, well, let's come back and uh, we'll take a quick break and come back and let's talk about, uh, you know, this phase four that's now being talked about and what you think about it and what you think should be done. Our guest is Congressman Bruce Westerman from the 4th District here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, back with Congressman Bruce Westerman. We've got time uh, for one more question, and that is about the PPP. Uh, I talked to Congressman Hill. He firmly supports keeping that going at least to the end of the year. What's your thoughts? Yeah, and, and French is he's the expert, not just in the Arkansas delegation, but in Congress on the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, I think the hang-up on that day is going to be all the other stuff that uh, – uh, Pelosi tries to put in there. She wants to extend the $600 per week unemployment insurance. Uh, you know, at one point, she said through June of next year, which is going to be a non-starter for a lot of people. Uh, she doesn't want to put any kind of liability protection in. She wants to leave uh, the businesses and individuals uh, exposed to uh, lawsuits uh, because you know they might have tried to, God forbid, keep their business going during the pandemic. So it's a a lot of uh, negotiating that's going to have to take place in there, but that Paycheck Protection Program is one area of the CARES Act that uh, seemed to help businesses stay open and keep people getting their paycheck uh, from their their place of employment instead of directly from the government. All right. You are uh, being called for another meeting, so I'll, I'll let you go, but uh, we look forward to talking to you as soon as possible. Congressman, uh, Congressman Bruce Westerman here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a good day. Always good to be with you, Dave. Take care. All right. Take care. All right. Letting uh, the congressman get away. He's got things that he's got to take care of. There is work that is going on, though it's a little bit difficult when you got the Democrats in 
in uh, in power. And I liked what the congressman said about you feel like a mushroom. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty that's pretty indicative of, of how it is. They they keep you in the dark and they bury you in manure. Uh, is is what he was uh, saying that it uh, is like uh, up there on the top. Okay. Bottom line, here it is at uh, 10 minutes till 8 o'clock. You're on your way to work. You want to get there on time so you can do your thing. Uh, You know, something that I I hear from time to time, and the left uses this uh, as one of their, uh, you know, march chants and things of that nature. No peace, no justice. Uh, That's kind of stuff drives me crazy. Because uh, the left now is saying that uh, they're going to have to draw blood uh, to be able to get the type of attention that they want. And I'm thinking perhaps uh, that is not where they want to go. Uh, Bloodshed, widespread. It's all too frequently young children and even babies are being shot and killed. Yet the mainstream media is refusing to accurately report on the mayhem and carnage. And the uh, the most radical Democrats are frequently downplaying and even denying their gaslighting that there is violence at all. I mean, uh, Nadler is a perfect example of that. What an idiot. The guy is an idiot. And uh, it would be nice if we could vote him out, but he's in a, a blue on blue district. And, of course, the first step in problem solving is what? Understanding and acknowledging that there is a problem. You've got to know that there's a problem. And if anybody that's looking at our country now doesn't believe that there's a problem, where have you been at? I mean, we. Uh, I will say that just because things are uh, in election year, I would hope that politicians would honestly uh, want to deal with some things so that they're able to uh, keep this country together. I mean, we can go all the way back to Thomas Jefferson. And he said, you know, there's Federalists and there's Republicans. Uh, but, uh, hey, when it all is spelled out in the end, we're all Americans. Yeah, Jefferson said that, uh, even though he probably didn't, he did he as a federal, you know, he didn't trust the Federalists as far as he could could uh, throw them. But the bottom line is, he said that we're all Americans, and I don't know if we can uh, we can get to that point that we can we can uh, pull on that again. As I was talking about earlier uh, with uh, Congressman Hill. Um, Some polling numbers, some studying, some sociological studying found that those over 45 said that the founding fathers, at least three quarters of them, said that the founding fathers were heroes. If you're under 30, less than a third of you say that they were heroes. And that's a huge difference. Because that's where we find our identity, is in our history. 
And I've been talking about history a lot lately because history defines us. History tells us where we've come from. History helps us figure out where we want to go to. And if you can control and change history, you can change the direction of a country. And that's what's trying to be uh, done uh, by the uh, uh, Antifas and uh, the real radical left of the world. That's why they're pulling down statues. That's why it doesn't matter what the, the person stood for that was a statue. They want zero history. They want history to begin now. They want history to be written from now, not from when history began. They don't even want to deal with uh, when history began. Because that makes them think. That makes them have to take time to, to, to figure some things out. And uh, they're not wanting, wanting to, to do that. That's the bottom line of it. It's crazy. Uh, of of what's happening. So just keep that in mind. That the, Have you noticed, since it's not getting as much press, the attack on uh, statues has stopped, as well as the president signing an executive order that they can arrest you and give you 10 years in prison for, uh, you know, defacing and tearing down uh, a, a statue. Uh, here on federal property. Can't do anything about it being on private property. It's on private property. Uh, you got to get them to court and, and go from there. But anyway, uh, the bottom line is, is they're really wanting there not to be a history. And the history that's being taught, and uh, I'm going to say that Congressman French Hill agreed with me, uh, that what's being taught in our school system is what's leading to this high uh, rate of people who can who uh, do not think of the founders as heroes. Now, I will say that they don't break 40% on thinking that they're villains. So what they're doing is that they're out there floating around not knowing exactly what to think because they, they haven't been presented with the facts to make a decision. And that's dangerous because when a vacuum like that starts to, f- to form, then the, the more zealots on either the left or right try to fill that vacuum. Now, I'm a zealot about what comes to, to America and how great it is. Uh, I, I don't think you can argue that America hasn't been the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, country ever on the face of the earth and in promoting uh, a republic form of democracy. And, and, and I don't want pure dom- democracy. Anyone who makes uh, and says, well, I want to be in a pure democracy. No, 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 no. You don't want the mob to rule. Even Jefferson understood that, that having a democratic republic was the way to go. If you want to see what democracy unfettered is, take a look at the French Revolution. Do a little reading. And see how many people lost their lives for no reason. You know, we go between uh, uh, election to election and things are are pretty much uh, even keel. But in other places, it's not that way. Uh, People get in there and they want to, you know, kill the, the opposition. 
So you got you got to understand what we have and what we want to conserve. That's what a conservative is all about. We want to conserve that which is good, and and we'll progress on that which isn't. That's why slavery in this country took some time, took some time, but we changed minds, we changed hearts, and we moved on as a country. Now to change the heart of a person, uh, you know. To change, uh, you know, people's uh, minds individually, that's a much more difficult proposition, just so you'll know. That is a much more difficult uh, proposition uh, to do. All right, bottom line, keep in mind uh, that uh, we are keeping things uh, out front for you. I'm going to keep on speaking the truth as I, as I uh, can present it to you. Uh, there is one truth. There is not multiple truths. I think we all agree the truth is that slavery is not right. It's uh, immoral, and it doesn't, uh, doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help this, the person who is the slave. And really, uh, it will destroy the moral compass of the person who uses slaves. Uh, I think that's been proven in history as well. So we we moved on and we're moving forward in this country towards a more perfect union. All right, done with my time here for this hour. Let's take a break. We'll get the news for you. And then I will be back again uh, at 6 o'clock here on 101.1 FM. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can watch me record the uh, next hour in real time and if you happen to be on the podcast you just listen and watch from uh, whenever you're doing it all right it's dave ellswick show 101.1 fm the answer